Making connections, affecting the culture, just doing life. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Hello, hello, hello. We are back (laughs) this Saturday. Yeah, I wasn't talking to you, Jordan. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I was talking to our listening audience. Uh, th- this is Wesley Wyman on Engage, uh, Engage Radio on American Family Radio. I'm filling in. Normally, I'm on the other side where Jordan's sitting, and this is yeah. TJ in this seat. So we're flipping it around. TJ is out doing. You know what? What's he doing? Why is he not I here? Think he's just taking a break. He's I just think taking we're a break. Just too much for him. <laughs> too much. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he needs a break. Hey, there's a Bible verse in Second Corinthians twelve fourteen, and at the end it says, "After all, children should not save up for their parents, but the parents for their children." Hmm. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, stewardship. We're going to be talking about money. And the Bible has a lot to say about that. And you mm-hmm. and I are young yeah. millennials, and <laughs> money is definitely a topic for us. And, I, you know, I say that flippantly. Really, it's a topic for anybody. So mm-hmm. to talk about that, uh, TJ, to talk about that, Jordan, it's going to take probably the whole program to get okay. that part You can part call down. me TJ. I'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, although you don't. Anyways, all right. Uh, so, so to talk about that, we're going to have Dan Celia on our program. He's going to be on, and he is the president and the founder of Financial Issues, as well as he uh, helps us here at AFR and AFA with our finances. And he also has a program called Financial Issues on American Family Radio. And now, Dan, first of all, welcome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Tell TJ to suck it up. He doesn't need a day off. What does he need a day off for? It's not like he does a whole lot, right? <laughs> right, yeah. Really? Come on. <laughs> well, now listen here. I want to get this correct. Did they just add another hour of your program? Yes. Oh, my word. Yes. How in the world do you do a three-hour program with no hardly any guest mm. how do you do it, that it's painful man it's hard <laughs> so you know what we the phones are always ringing so you know i feed off the listeners sure. and you know sure. they call in and so that makes that makes it a lot easier i uh, obviously without without that without the phones i don't think i could do it there's sure, sure. not enough now how in the world do you have anything to talk about when you get home <laughs> i don't <laughs> I don't, I don't. I try not to talk. As a matter of fact, um, you're lucky I'm talking yeah, because I don't, I don't usually uh, talk on weekends. And You probably you know, really to have to down. give your voice a break. Yeah, I do. I well, do. Well, let's get into this. And I just want to, again, thank you so much for being a part of this program. We've sure. been talking about doing this for a while. So millennials and money. First of all, before we get started, let's can you please tell our audience a little bit about your ministry, financial issues, and what you do there? Well, financial issues. I've, I've been on the radio twenty years. This uh, in, in February it was twenty years, and what we try to do is just teach people about their stewardship from a biblical perspective, and talk to them about how important it is that they honor God with everything they have and all of their finances. So sometimes, obviously, younger people are more in the mode of. I've got to get out of debt. Mm. That's very, very important, first and foremost. First and foremost is giving. Uh, they're tithing and giving. But secondly, you know, they've got to be out of debt. And and then when they get to that place where they're out of debt and they're starting to think about saving and their retirement and their children's college and those kinds of things, then we try to help them manage that and get through that from a biblical perspective. And that's a good thing to mention that biblical perspective because um, I don't know about you, Wesley, but a lot of the questions that I personally have about finances are more like, okay, 
what should I invest in? Sure, what sure. should I do with this amount of money? But Dan, what does the Bible have to say about finances? Well, I mean, the Bible uh, says a lot, obviously, about our money in general. Mm. And one of the things, Jordan, I believe that I believe that God says so much about our money that because I think we have he we have this um, uh, fallen nature man thing mm. where we will begin to worship the money. Mm. And I believe that um, we and he knows that obviously, and is trying to remind us that, you know, uh, wealth is not, there's nothing wrong with wealth. And particularly when wealth is in God's hands, when wealth is, is created by God, obviously, but given over to God and God can do an awful lot, even with a little, when we use it for his purposes and we use it in honoring him. So the Bible, um, you know, obviously there are parables in the New Testament in reference to our money. We're certainly not called to bury our money in the sand. We're called to at least um, get some interest on our money. And if we can make it work, then there's nothing wrong with that. If we can make it work for the benefit of its growth with the idea and notion that that's going to be more uh, for us to to give and do kingdom work with. You know, and, and first of all, we're listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening this afternoon. We Any of the links or the financial issues, uh, any of these uh, topics that we discussed, we're going to put those links to, in our show notes. So you can go check out financial issues. Now, is that financialissues.org or .com? .org. .org, okay. Yep. We'll have that in our show notes. Now, if you look at our nation, we can clearly see with the trillions and trillion dollars of debt that as a nation, we uh, just seem very careless about how we spend our money or what our money is going to. And so what about the millennials? That's nationally, but as an individual and as a class of millennials, do you see that they have an interest or, or do they even care to understand the financial stewardship at all? Or are they just kind of like the nation where they just... Whatever debt is, it doesn't make a difference to me. You know, just keep swiping the card. Well, here's what I'm I'm finding out, and it's very surprising to me, I have to say. So in 2008, when we had this financial crisis, I, one of the things that I, I said was, I think it's going to be a great thing hmm. for the family. And what I meant by that was that I, be, I believe that it raised the awareness of how important it is to have our financial house in order. Mm. And I felt like the families were going to be better for that um, because they were going to start to see some of them for the first time ever, how important it is that they steward their money in, in the right way and that they're not overspending, they're not spending more than they have and so on and so forth. Well, what I discovered that that was true and I was right about the fact that this was going to be good for the family because I think people uh, 50, 45 and over have, have definitely changed for the better, at least those uh, people that know the Lord. But what I'm really surprised about is that it really has impacted 
this entire millennial generation mm. and and for the better because what what it did was it gave a a uh, per, put a perspective that wait a minute i thought mom and dad were this was this atm machine right <laughs> that just i don't know somehow the money got there mm. and they didn't have much of a perspective, but when they saw, and so many did, by the way, see their parents or their, their dads or their moms in their jobs, struggling, mm. struggling. Am I going to even have a job? I have health insurance prices going through the ceiling and what's going to happen. And I'm not even sure I'm going to have a job tomorrow and taxes are going up and so on and so forth. And I think they, they sat back and, uh, just quietly observed that and, and have seen that. And I think that the millennial generation today is far more aware of how important it is to be a good steward than, than they were 10 years ago, 15 years ago, or 20 years ago. I think they do have a different perspective. And especially I'm noticing that perspective about saving for retirement, mm, man, yeah. when I was, when I was, uh, uh, the age of a millennial, the last thing <laughs> on my list was retired. I was going to live forever. I was sure, going to sure. work forever. And <laughs> even if I didn't work, uh, live forever, it didn't matter because I was going to make so much money while I was working. And, and the time that I, I'm going to have so much money that I'm going to need to save because I'm going to have it all. You know, you know, know TJ's away right now, uh, developing the Kool-Aid that will allow you to live forever. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right, why he's not right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, me and you, you and I, Wesley, we mm-hmm. find ourselves in a similar similar situation. We're both younger. We have a wife and kids. Sure. I have one. You have uh-huh. a couple more than me. Um, but that question of financial stability is very real for sure. us. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's probably where a lot of that um, awareness for millennials comes from. Yeah. Um, is yeah. just finding ourselves in that new chapter of life, and all of a sudden everything is black and white. Oh, we have to survive, right. oh, yeah, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, yeah. So Dan, Pay the bills. yeah. What what is some wisdom for that? Like, in order to become good stewards, maybe what's a practical square one for us to begin? Well, I think the first thing is you've got to be uh, focused on giving. Well, mm-hmm. what do you mean giving? I barely make enough to put food yeah. on the table. Yeah. How am I going to give? But, you know, don't, no matter what you do, don't rob yourself of the incredible act of worship that giving is. Hmm. Remember that I said in the beginning about there's so much in the Bible because God knew where we will fall when it comes to worshiping money. Hmm. And we cannot allow that to take us away from the focus of God. And the, the idea that what we have been giving, it doesn't matter if it's just a little, a lot or a little, It came from God. See, God doesn't promise us wealth. He promises to provide for our needs. And we have to understand that the provision that we have is coming from God because he's given us the talents to do what we do, the abilities, the opportunities, the job, the opportunities for our employer even to give us a job. That's everything that we do and, and have is because 
uh, of God. And we need to pay back first, God, give him worship. And we're going to talk about worship in the next segment. Mm. We're going to continue and have Dan on the second segment, and Jordan will be here. And we've got a lot of articles that has to talk about how we use our money Mm -hmm. as an act of worship toward God. We'll have those links up in the show notes. Yeah, and that's such an encouragement, too, because so many times— tithing, giving can feel like a duty. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but the the reminder that my wife always gently gives me every Sunday is like, what have we, tith- did we tithe yeah. last week? And I'm like, oh, I, d- I didn't check that box off my right, Christian right, right, chore right. list, you know? And that's such a good uh, conviction, conviction to have. Yeah. It absolutely is. And that, what you just mentioned, tithing is one specific mm-hmm. area. And we're going to talk about how we can worship with our money and tithing and what that looks like. And and who's doing it and who's not? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but we are going to talk about that. It's important. Dan has some great insight on that. So hang tight. We'll be back in the next segment, and we will continue on our discussion with Dan and Tidy. <laughs> 